What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 20 of Lockdown Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Not a whole lot to talk about with the world of sports being stopped, so we're just going to continue with my list of the top 25 games of the last 10 years, the top 25 games of the 2010s, if you will. Yesterday, we did number 25, which means today we're going to be doing number 24. And number 24 comes to us from Wednesday, October 6th of 2010. Game one of the NLDS between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Cincinnati Reds, better known as the night, Doc Holliday, through a postseason no-hitter. Now, coming into this series, the Phillies were a heavy favorite. I loved watching those Philly teams, man, from 07 to 2011. So much power in that lineup with Rollins and Victorino and Utley and Howard and Jason Wirth. And you had a pitching staff that was compiled of guys like Doc Holliday and Roy Oswalt and Cole Hamels. And you had Cliff Lee for a few years. For a few years. I mean, these were unbelievably talented baseball teams. It's frankly one of the, the biggest dynasties that never was. The fact that they only won one world championship is is stunning to me because these teams were so good. And coming into this game, you had two teams that were kind of in different positions. The Phillies were the two-time defending National League champions. You win 97 games in 2010. It was kind of a, a taking care of business kind of regular season. The Reds had had just finished up their best campaign in years. I mean, won their division for the first time in 15 seasons. Uh, probably had their most electric moment since they won the World Series in 1990, and that was late in the season. Jay Bruce walking off the Houston Astros to clinch the National League Central Division Championship. Joey Votto was about to finish up his MVP season. This was a team with a really powerful offense. You had guys like Jay Bruce, like I mentioned, Scott Rowland on the back end of his career, still putting up really good numbers. Brandon Phillips at the top of that lineup. This was a this was a force to be reckoned with. Where they lacked, it seemed, was that they didn't really have an ace pitcher. And that's kind of the problem they ran into in this game. And it's the problem they ran into in these postseasons. And really kind of th- throughout their their little run there from 2010 to 2013, they never really had a guy who could really carry them in a big game situation where you're going up against another team's ace. And the Phillies put Edinson Volquez on the mound. Always, you know, I liked watching Edinson Volquez pitch. You know, had good stuff, but he would run into trouble with his his control quite a bit. Always had plus stuff. Always had ace-level stuff, but he just walked too many guys. And it was a bit of an interesting choice pitching him in Game 1 of a playoff series. That season, he'd only pitched 62 and two-thirds innings and 12 starts, 4-3. and three. 4.31 ERA, only a 95 ERA plus. So a bit of a strange choice, but even so, it didn't really matter because no matter who you put out there, they were going to pale in comparison to Roy Holiday. Roy Holiday, the late, great, rest in peace doc, Roy Holiday, who had just finished up perhaps his best season as a pro. And that's that's really saying something considering how good this guy was. In his age 33 season, 21-10, and 10, a 2.44 ERA pitched 250 and two thirds innings. Nowadays, if you get a guy who pitches 200, hell, if you get a guy who pitches 180, I mean, that's a guy you give a contract extension to. Roy Holiday, 250 and two thirds innings at age 33. Nine complete games. And this wasn't that long ago, guys. This was a decade ago. Nowadays, guys lead the league in complete games if they have two. Holiday had nine back in 2010, including four complete game shutouts and his crowning achievement, or what we thought was his crowning achievement, a perfect game in May against the then 
Florida Marlins. I mean, just a, a magical career, an incredible signing for the Phillies after the 2009 season, going out and getting him. And he was rolling coming into this game. And it, it was his first postseason start, which was strange. A guy who has had such a long, illustrious Hall of Fame career for him at age 33 to be making his first career playoff start. With a lot of pitchers, you would wonder how are they going to handle the environment? How are they going to handle the pressure? Pressure didn't seem to be in Roy Holiday's vocabulary, and that showed on this night, a night that turned out to be a magical, magical night in baseball. Doc went 1-2-3 in the first, and then in the bottom of the opening frame, Rollins flies out to start the inning, and then you get a double by Victorino. He steals third, and then Utley hits a sack fly, and that's and all of a sudden, you have a one nothing lead with Doc Holliday in the mound in the first inning of a playoff game. That's exactly how the Phillies would have wanted it to be drawn up. And that's what made this Phillies team so great. I mean, they had a ton of power. They had a lot of guys who could hit home runs, but they would put pressure on you. I mean, they would put guys in scoring position. They would steal bases with guys like Rollins and Victorino who had phenomenal speed. And that's what they did here. And it's one nothing in the bottom of the first. And then you get to the second and Doc, once again, goes one, two, three. And look, this was a very good Reds lineup. I mean, it was, it was phenomenal. And you knew they had the capability potentially of adjusting, but you felt like right away Doc had his best stuff. And you see with a lot of these pitchers, whether it be the Verlanders or the Scherzers of the world, who might start off some of these games a little bit too excited, and their stuff might not be there in the first couple innings. Maybe they're missing with their location, but as it gets deeper and deeper into ball games, they're able to adjust, find that second gear, and you look up and all of a sudden they've gone six, seven, eight innings when it seemed like they were only going to go three, four, five. Doc right away on this night, you could tell, not only had his best stuff, but was going to go deep into this ballgame, which is something that he was so accustomed to throughout his entire career. It didn't seem like he knew he was pitching in a big environment, which made him so special. And Roy Holiday helped himself out in the second inning. He hits an RBI single to left, scoring Carlos Ruiz. Shane Victorino follows that up two batters later with a two RBI single that pulls Edison Volquez out of the game. It's 4 nothing Phillies in the second. I mean, this game was essentially over at this point, and it's the biggest reason why this isn't higher up on the list is because from a competitiveness standpoint, I mean, this thing was done in the second inning, but it's the performance and it's the memorability and it's the iconic image of what Roy Holiday did on this night that puts this game on the list at all. So it's 4 nothing in the second, and, and one thing that stands out too is that in the third inning, Travis Wood, who was the pitcher, hit a sharp line drive to right field because obviously he was the pitcher. Jason Worth in right field playing shallow makes a sliding grab. At the time, you're looking at it and you're thinking, oh, cool. Hey, that's a good play. Well, the pitcher almost got a hit. That would have been kind of strange. But that that's what's great about baseball it is that one out like that, you can look back on six innings later and say, wow, that, that preserved the no-no. And quite honestly, that was the only hard contact Holiday gave up all night. I mean, everything else, his command was just so good. 104 pitches on this night, 79 strikes. He was just pounding the zone. He was getting swings early in counts, which the Reds had to do. I mean, you couldn't afford to get behind on a night like this against Roy Holiday because it, he was if he was getting ahead, he had three different pitches he could strike you out with. Four, actually. He had that two-seam fastball. He had that curveball, which was always a thing of beauty. He had a cutter, and he had that, that splitter, which he developed late in his career, that just became devastating. Now, I'll be right back here in a second to talk about the conclusion of one of the greatest pitching performances in the history of baseball. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Now, maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. 
A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a limited time. Go to Withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. And we're back. So the Reds did get a base runner in the fifth inning. Jay Bruce drew a walk. Holiday even the count at two and two, threw a ball, and then threw a cutter that missed low. It was a very good plate appearance by Jay Bruce. The only time all night anyone saw Roy Holiday somewhat well. Everything else was just soft contact or strikeouts looking or swings and misses. A lot of people with no hitters wonder, you know, when is the moment when you can officially get excited? When's the moment when you can look around and be like, hey, he's he's got something special going, whether it be a no hitter or a perfect game. For me, it's always you got to get past the seventh. That's just, it's a weird thing that I have. A lot of people say six because then you've been through the order twice. But to me, once you get through the seventh, you faced kind of the top of the order a third time. It seems like that's when things in my eyes get really legitimate. And in the seventh inning, Holiday had to face Orlando Cabrera, Joey Votto, and Scott Rowland, three very good hitters, the two, three, four hitters in the Cincinnati Reds lineup. In a hard-fought eight-pitch at-bat, Orlando Cabrera grounded out to second. Chase Utley, Manning second base, did it so well in Philadelphia for so many years. Next A.B., Joey Votto grounded out to third. And then Scott Rowland struck out on a 2-2 curveball, sixth pitch of the at-bat. It was was a very uncomfortable swing for it being uh, an A.B. that went pretty deep in terms of pitches. I mean, you saw six pitches from Holiday, and uh, it didn't look like it with that final swing, and I was starting to think then, okay, he might have it tonight. I mean, he's faced some of the best hitters in the world. He's been dominant, only walked one. The command has been perfect. You you felt like if he was going to give up a hit, it was probably going to be something cheap. You know, you didn't, you just felt like he wasn't going to be giving up a whole lot of hard contact in these last two innings which he hadn't in the first seven, and he didn't in the next two either. I mean, rolls through the eighth inning. I mean, probably his best inning. Johnny Gomes strikes out on three pitches. Jay Bruce uh, grounds out to Roy Holiday on a one-pitch at-bat, and then he strikes out Drew Stubbs looking on just a perfect 0-2, two-seam fastball, absolutely froze him, and Doc was three outs away from immortality, and Citizens Bank Park was absolutely shaking. I love that ballpark. I've never been there, but I just, I don't know. I'm, the Phillies, to me, are one of those teams that baseball is better when they're better because they just have such a rowdy fan base and such a vocal fan base, and I, I think that's a very a vintage 
baseball team, the Philadelphia Phillies. And this was a moment that a lot of people uh, couldn't believe when you got to the ninth inning and Doc Cool's a cutecumber, goes out there, gets Ramon Hernandez to pop out for the first out of the ninth inning. Miguel Caro comes in, puts together an okay AB, five pitches, but pops out to foul territory to third base, and all of a sudden, Doc is one out away. He gets ahead of Brandon Phillips 0-2 quickly. You know, he gets a called strike, and then Phillips swings and misses on the next pitch. All of a sudden, it's 0-2. You're thinking, no, he's striking this guy out. I mean, Brandon Phillips is a good hitter, but it's Doc. I mean, he's been rolling all night. He's got four pitches he can put this guy away with. He's going to strike him out. We're going to start celebrating. No need to be nervous, right? What, what could possibly happen? Well, this is what happened. History happened. Halliday is one strike away. The 0-2. A bouncer. Ruiz. In time! Roy Halliday has thrown a no-hitter! Brian Anderson on the call there with TBS. An electric moment, but I forgot, because I saw this live, and this was... You know, before I was the the baseball mind, I guess, that I was today. And I remember thinking it was an easy play. But going back and looking at it, Carlos Ruiz, who was, I think, kind of the unsung hero for a lot of these Philly teams. I mean, a great game caller, good at throwing guys out on the base paths, great clubhouse guy, added a lot to that baseball team. Brendan Phillips hit a dribbler. I mean, this thing was five feet in front of the plate. But the way he positioned his bat, Ruiz had to reach over... Brandon Phillips' bat to grab the ball, you see a lot of catchers, especially in a moment like that when there's so much pressure and things are so tight, he could have easily had that slip out of his hand. Now with the home crowd in Philly uh, scoring that game, who knows if they would have called it an error, but Phillips was also pretty speedy down the first base line. Ruiz had to make a really nice play for that final out. I completely forgot about that, and I think that gets overlooked, and you know I understand why. It capped off one of the great pitching performances in the history of baseball, and one of the great pitching seasons in the history of baseball. I mean, uh, this was a Cy Young season for Roy Holiday. He throws a perfect game in May and a no-hitter in the postseason. Unbelievable. This Phillies team won this series. They would sweep this series. Actually, two games later, Cole Hamels would throw a complete game shutout to seal the deal at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. So this Cincinnati offense was just completely shut down in three games. This team was the clear favorite to win the World Series going forward, and they came up short. They lost in six games against the San Francisco Giants. Giants would go on to win the whole thing that year, the first of three that they would win over the next five seasons. But nevertheless, a remarkable once-in-a-lifetime performance by a -a once-in-a-lifetime pitcher. Roy Holiday's no-hitter in the postseason against the Cincinnati Reds, the number 24 best game of the last 10 years. So that's going to do it for this show. Thank you for listening. You can follow this show on Twitter at Lockdown Tigers. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2-0-1-4. If you have any questions for this show, I will be doing mailbag segments eventually. You can email them to LockdownTigers at gmail.com. That's LockdownTigers at gmail.com. And if you feel kind, please go to Apple Podcasts or go to iTunes. Leave a a positive review for me. That would be much appreciated. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We're going to get through this. I hope you guys are liking this list so far. I'm having fun with it. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.